Hello, you are listening to the All Girls School podcast. I'm your host, Victoria Barrett, a graduate from an all-women's college in Virginia. This podcast aims to highlight the diverse experiences and life journeys of graduates from all women's colleges. Listeners can expect to hear candid conversations about a wide variety of topics. This podcast strives to be in an inclusive space, so some guests may identify themselves as non-binary or trans. I hope you're ready because class is about to start. All right. Hello, Emily. Welcome to the podcast. I'm excited to have you. Oh, my voice just like (laughs) really got gurgly right there. Oh, no. (laughs) So this is a great start. Um, It's been a while since I've seen you. It was like Tesla's wedding. Yeah. 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 So 20. How, How long ago was that? 2020. Was it 2020? 2021? 2021. 2021, Because yeah. it wasn't like heart of the pandemic. Yeah. It was like the year after. They rescheduled, right? Because it was supposed to be 2020? Maybe. I don't know. Sorry, Tessa. Maybe. It Sorry, happened Khaled. in 2021. That's all I know. <laughs> yes, I was and there. It almost didn't happen. Like Yeah, because they switched the day. That's it. They switched yeah. the day. It almost didn't happen. The like mandates got taken away like right mm-hmm. before. Like they were very much like not sure if we were gonna have to wear masks or not. Oh, yeah. And then uh, I think <laughs> is it Como's? Uh, I don't know. Someone related to potentially um, Como. I don't know. Is that how you say <laughs> his last name? I don't know. I don't know. Um, was getting married in that summer. So it's just like, I'm pretty sure, yeah, I'm pretty sure Tesla brought this up to me. Like, <laughs> because that relative was getting married, conveniently, all of the mask mandates, like, just magically went, went away. away just in time well, for their wedding. That's so, perfect for yes. little Tesla Goodrich. So, yeah. And then before that was probably the graduation of. 2015 15 yes yeah. yes yes <laughs> like mad let me do the math. too many okay. years yeah and that was yeah let's actually not talk about that <laughs> i mean it was fun but maybe too fun yeah. anywho um this is about you <laughs> so um kind of like how i like to start mm-hmm. well or how it's just kind of like fallen into place mm-hmm. with the podcast because this is you know the second season oh yes season two <laughs> i know i like it yeah um making it official season two um i like to have whoever i have on like kind of transport themselves back okay. in time okay. and tell us like where did you grow up where are you from um what was like high school emily like okay <laughs> Yeah. So tell us a little, a little bit. Um, So I am from Wake Forest, North Carolina. It's right outside of Raleigh. Um, Not to be confused with where Wake Forest University is um, (laughs) in Winston-Salem. So tiny town outside of Raleigh. It's not that tiny anymore. It's very overpopulated, overcrowded. Um, I went to a charter school called Franklin Academy, kindergarten through 12th grade. Um, And I ended up teaching there after college. Um, so grew up there. My grandparents were there. My parents, obviously, um, very small town. But by the time I got to high school, I was very determined to leave and said multiple times I was never, ever coming back there, (laughs) um, only to come back four years later. So, and then I live there again now. Okay. So 
Like I can't leave. I want to leave it, but I just always seem to come come back to it. Okay. Yeah. So you said you wanted to leave mm -hmm. and you did. I did. I did. I went to Virginia. Yeah. And how, so you ended up at Mary Baldwin. Mm -hmm. How did you end up there? Like, what was the process for discovering Mary? So I was gung-ho. I was going to do RTC, wanted to do nursing, um, get an AV RTC scholarship, did that. Well, attempted to do that. Found Mary Baldwin. A friend of my mom's actually worked there oh. in the Office of Engagement or something. I don't know. Yeah. Some some position. Um, and knew that I was interested in, like, the ROTC part. And he was mm -hmm. like, hey, I think Emily would like Mary Baldwin. My mom took me my sophomore year to visit. And she's like, well, I think this is it. <laughs> and I was like, ah, uh, I don't, mm, I don't think so. Like, I don't think this is it for me. Oh. Um, or maybe it was my junior year. I know I went back junior year, did an overnight. Mm -hmm. I'm pretty sure you were one of the people for the overnight. And like, I <laughs> met you <laughs> and a couple other people. Sorry. Um, the I Denny's. Yeah. Was all of that. Like, I remember Tesla was there. She was oh. actually might have been one of my overnight people. Okay. Um, maybe that was senior year. I don't know. But applied, got accepted there. My mom was like, that's where you're going. My dad was like, no, it's too expensive. And I was like, not yeah. wrong. <laughs> right. Um, and I was like, yeah, I don't want to go here. Like this, yeah. I, I don't want to go here. I wanted to go to Alabama. Uh, got into uh, okay. got into Alabama, very different. Um, but I got a really nice scholarship to Mary Baldwin, mm. and it was just kind of like this is where you're going. Okay. Um, so like freshman year, I was determined that I was going to transfer. Oh. Like first semester, I was. They told my parents told me I had to wait until second semester, and then I could apply transfer somewhere else. And by the time second semester rolled around, I was like, well, I've already made friends. Yeah. I don't want to have to be the new kid. Like, I'll just, I'll just be here. But I secretly kind of liked it then. So. Oh, okay. And then once we did break out, I was like, yeah, I'm staying. This will, I'll stay. Okay. Interesting. So, yeah, I did notice that you're like an Alabama yes. fan. Which, yes. Uh, <laughs> no offense to you. No, it's fine. But some of the most annoying <laughs> Guys, I know. Oh yeah, are Alabama fans. Alabama yeah, fans. my mom went there, so it's the only oh, team okay. I've ever like loved and supported. So that makes sense. Yeah, it's like, not just a random. Yeah, to it. not just like a bandwagon. Yeah, yeah. random. That's fan. good. Yeah, I'm a Notre Dame fan because I have no allegiance since I went to Mary Baldwin. It's like I can choose who I want. Right. So, yeah, Notre Dame. Yeah, I mean they're probably not as successful <laughs> as Alabama has been, but we beat them the in a national like, championship. So I'm sure. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I don't follow them that that hard, um, but I do want to go to a game. I think Megan Barron mm -hmm. and her family go to Notre Dame games mm -hmm. every now and then. So you know that checks out. Um, Megan, <laughs> I would like to go to a game. With you and your family at some point, you know, just invite me. It's on my bucket list. <laughs> and I know that y'all go. So if you listen to this. Shameless um, plug. Shameless plug. Yeah, please invite me <laughs> next time y'all go. Um, but yeah, have you been to an Alabama game? I have. Been to two. Two. Yes. Nice. Um, was supposed to go this year. And then we decided we'd rather go overseas. So yeah, because it's. It's expensive. The tickets yeah. are expensive. The hotels are expensive. It's a 10-hour drive. Yeah. It's a lot, but it's fun. Yeah. 
I get that. Someone I know, it's not Alabama, but they like have an Airbnb near, mm-hmm. uh, is it Georgia? Probably, like yeah. the Bulldogs? Yes. Yeah. Yeah. They have like an Airbnb right near the stadium. Mm-hmm. And yeah. Oh, I'm sure they make. Yeah. There's a hotel I saw already saw for next year's schedule. There's a hotel in Tuscaloosa and it's like five grand for a night. And it's oh. like a Best Western oh. or something. Yeah. For the Georgia game. So we'll not be going to that. Oh. Sounds like you need a camper van. Something. Something like yeah, that. Yeah. An RV. <laughs> oh my gosh. That's insane. I know. I hope um I hope Notre Dame games <laughs> are like that. I might not be going now. Um but yeah, that that's wild. Well, I'm glad you've gotten to go. Yeah. Um but yeah, so you didn't even like Mary Baldwin at first. No. And now I I'm like love it. Looking yeah. back, it was great. Yeah. Um, You've embraced, you've drank the Kool-Aid Pretty much. Pretty much. I even went to grad school there. So like double dipped, had to go back to Mary Baldwin. Yeah. Okay. So (laughs) once you decided you liked (laughs) Mary Baldwin and and you were in VWO, obviously, Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. uh, what was your overall experience like? Um. So I feel like mine was maybe a tiny bit different freshman year, sophomore year. I became friends with the the trads and kind of got not ostracized, but it was like, well, you hang out with them more. And I was like, oh, my God, I live with you guys. I eat with you guys. Like, yeah. see you all the time. Um, and they were some of them were local. So I kind of like was a little more integrated into Stanton itself. That's of, cool. Like knowing people in town, going to parties like oh with local people um cool yeah and so I think that made it kind of fun a little more fun felt like a little more homey it wasn't just school it was I was used to people like the town itself or being Mm -hmm. around the town some um but yeah it ended up being good and I the hardest part I think when I was like oh I want to leave was I didn't Mm want to leave my sister Knowles and Mm -hmm. everybody had become friends with I was yeah. like, I'll just stay. It'll be fine. It'll be good. We'll get through all this together. Um, and like looking back, I don't think I'd change it just because mm-hmm. I don't think I would obviously know the same people or have done some of the same things not having gone there. No. So do you think like going to a big school like Alabama would have completely changed your college experience? Oh, yeah. Like, do you I, think you'd be the same person? No. I think I would have been very lost. Like I came from my high school, my graduating class was 79 people. So then going to a giant school with a giant campus, I think would mm-hmm. have been yeah, um, difficult. Jenna, I just chatted with Jenna Ritchie, my sister, Noel. And yeah, I think she said her graduating class in Waynesboro was like 80 something. Mm-hmm. And yeah, we were just talking about, I work at George Mason mm-hmm. now and there's like over 40,000 yeah. students. That's insane. And yeah, I like I think it's fine for grad school, mm-hmm. but if I like there's no way I could have gone to a school that big no. for for undergrad. No. Like I yeah, it would have been overwhelming. It's like how do you find your people in <laughs> right? such a big like with so many students? Like uh, yeah, trying to like find mm-hmm. your people would have been so hard and yeah I think that's kind of like the cool thing about V Will yeah and Mary Baldwin is because it was so small and mm-hmm. intimate it was 
just easier, I feel like, to make connections. Yeah. And I mean, you know, part of it, we were, we were kind of forced to find yeah. our people. I, like, I mean, it was I like, was these are your... <laughs> if you didn't just say that, I was about to. I these mean, are your... ahead, they're forced. Yeah. These are your friends now. Yeah. Which... I ended up being like, okay, that's cool. I like yeah. them. Like by the time we all graduated and left, yeah. I was like, God, I've lived with you for four years. Like, what am I supposed to do now? Um, but I think overall it was a good, it was a good decision. It's good to be a fighting squirrel. <laughs> I know. Do you like find yourself buying random squirrel yes, things? Yes. I um I have a I have a squirrel cookie jar. I have a variety of squirrel like Christmas ornaments. Mm-hmm. One day I want to have a little squirrel tree. Yeah, nice. anything I see that's a cute squirrel, I have yeah. to. There were some cute like wooden squirrel type things in Germany and I almost got, I, I was tempted to get them, but I felt like they were way too expensive. <laughs> I was like, I can't, I can't spend this many euros on a, on <laughs> on a squirrel. squirrel. <laughs> I was like, no. But it, I mean, they were cute. But yeah, I, I just notice squirrels, yeah. I think. Anything squirrel-related mm-hmm. decor-wise, I'm like, oh. And my mom yeah. my mom is always like, I saw a cute squirrel something. Yeah. And I'm like, okay, yeah. <laughs> did you get it? Or yeah. are we going to have it? Do I get to add it to my collection? But yeah, so squirrels, lots of squirrels. In one of my graduate cl- graduate school classes, we were tasked with like coming up with a new mascot idea mm-hmm. for George Mason. And yeah, someone, one of their ideas was a squirrel. And I was like, <laughs> actually. Already exists. Already taken. <laughs> That's my favorite part of when people ask where I went to school. I'm like Mary Baldwin. And they just kind of look at me and I'm like, it's. It was a women's college, Mountains of Virginia, outside of UVA. Oh, okay, yeah. okay. Um, I'm like, our mascots are fighting squirrels. And they're like, yeah, of course it was. I was like, well, no. do you want the history of it? And I give them the whole rundown about why it's a squirrel. And they're like, okay, that's still weird. <laughs> I'm like, no, it's not. It's- I mean, have they seen some of the other mascots out there? Like, right? It's really not that bad. No. Campbell University is the camel. <laughs> mm-hmm. Fighting camels, yeah. So, yeah. It's strange. I know. I took a visit of Campbell. <laughs> yeah, my dad wanted me to play softball, and so they were like one of the teams that I could have potentially played for. But I was like, nope, Campbell no. University is not for me. It's like in the middle of nowhere. Yeah, I was going to say, if you think Stanton's small, there is yeah. nothing in Bowie's Creek. Yeah. Yeah. The I think, yeah, one of the buildings on campus, which was like four stories, was the highest <laughs> building. Yeah. In that town. It's fine. I was like, no, this is not it. Not happening. Not happening. No, not happening. Okay, so I was a senior when you were a freshman. Mm-hmm. You're my platoon leader. Yes. Third platoon. Yes. Yep. I was. <laughs> so, I mean, that could be good. That could be bad. I <laughs> won't ask you. I always liked you. Teapot and I always liked you. Thanks. Thanks. I felt like I could have been better. Like, reflecting back, I was like, I feel like I wasn't, like, as present I would have liked to have been senior year, but oh well. we thought you were great. So thanks. <laughs> um, but so my senior year was General Bissell's final year. Yes. Um, he was our commandant. Uh, the man, the myth, the legend. Yeah. GB. <laughs> Good old GB. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so that was his last year. Mm-hmm. And the yeah, that was his last year. Right? I think so. 
I think or maybe he left, left like fall of our soft my sophomore year I okay. think so yeah his so last, last full year. year yeah yeah his last full year what was it like transitioning like to new leadership did, um did like and not in a bad way yeah but, like yeah. do you think like the priorities of the core like shifted or like the attitude of like how leadership was taught I don't I feel like I have um, a better phrase for it in my head but yeah that's just how it came out I think it it was kind of a difficult like kind of transition because the classes above us were very pro GB of course and we were kind of used to that and we were used to the upperclassmen's leadership mm-hmm. like kind of like General Bissell and so we wanted to keep that even though we'd only had him for a year but to like keep it like our Calic class keep it like the other upper class women um and then the classes below us they were just used to general jerk and so it was kind Mm -hmm. of a there was some tension I remember tension senior year of how we wanted to do things at breakout and we were always like well we're doing it this way because this is how we had it done to us so and that was not always a well-received thing yeah but we were like it's a tradition yeah <laughs> we that's what we have to do um so I think we kind of got to override some of it but some of it we just kind of had to yeah accept it as how it was and then we would just complain to our calyx or <laughs> whoever would listen <laughs> yeah yeah that's yeah I mean change is never easy mm-hmm. and then the visions of whoever's in charge mm-hmm. always tend to be different I'm yeah I'm curious what it's like now yeah core I feel like it's so much smaller now too like do you remember the big plan of VWL 200 (laughs) we're gonna have 200 cadets that was um yeah it was quite a goal um but I think it's probably changed now too with Mary Baldwin going co-ed yes they are co-ed um yeah so I've been to (laughs) campus and it's strange yeah it's just a weird. I haven't been. I don't think I've been back since they've gone co-ed. I just kind of stare at the boys and I'm like, you're, you don't belong here. Yeah, it's. I. I mean, I don't know. I guess it's probably like the same thing when Randolph Macon mm-hmm. went co-ed. Like, uh, m- yeah, maybe they just wanted the odds to be in their favor. Yeah. I, don't I don't know. know. I don't know. Because, yeah. I mean, I. I don't get me wrong, I like Mary Baldwin, but it's not like the most out of all the like women's colleges you could have gone to. Right. I it's not the most prestigious. Right. Now that I have like looked into the other like all the rest of the women's mm-hmm. colleges, there are some very prestigious, yes. like badass definitely uh colleges out there that are women's colleges. And I'm like, oh, dang. <laughs> yeah. Um I actually I had visited Sweetbriar. So my brother went to Hampton, Sydney. Um, and so I visited Sweetbriar because that was like their kind of sister school. Yeah. Um, and I liked it. But I, again, I just ended up at Mary Baldwin, I think partially because of Will. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't think it, if I wasn't in Will, I don't know if I would have gone there or stayed. Yeah. Um, but. Yeah. Yeah. I mean. Pretty much everyone, everyone I know and that I've interviewed it, with the exception of Koch has been in the V-Will. So. Yeah. So it's like, well. Our little click yeah. continues. I know. <laughs> our, our little cult. 
or yeah, mil- yeah. military sorority, whatever yes. you want to call it. But yeah. Uh they're doing like a little luncheon thing, I guess, in in oh, Fairfax cute. in March. So Are you going? I <laughs> I'm like, I should probably like walk the walk and yeah. go. So yeah. I went go. there's apparently a very large collection of Vivo or not Vivo, um Mary Baldwin alumni in I don't know why I just called them a collection, but whatever. Um, group of Mary Baldwin alumni in Raleigh. And so last year, and they're all older. Mm -hmm. Um, I was by far the youngest there, (laughs) but they had an event at the Raleigh Country Club and Dr. Fox came and it was like kind of her farewell tour. And she came and it was, it was kind of cool to talk to them about because they, they had such a different experience, like in the seventies and the eighties of Mary Baldwin to now so so yeah you should go i'm actually interviewing colonel patrick (sighs) soon the greatest so i'm excited for that because colonel patrick i think is going to give such a like unique perspective Mm -hmm. from when she went to mary baldwin Mm -hmm. her father was a professor Mm -hmm. at mary baldwin and then obviously her coming back to stanton yeah yeah and (laughs) being the deputy commandant we did not <laughs> set off on the right foot, but you know us either. And now Colonel yeah. Patrick, every time I see her, every time I'm in yeah. Stanton, I try to see her. Yeah, seen her at like some alumni things we've done in Stanton, yeah. and she's still very much like involved mm-hmm. with stuff on campus mm-hmm. too, which is cool. We always take a selfie together. That's our thing. Oh, nice. <laughs> yeah. Um. I think. Yeah. I think New Year's weekend. I'm gonna go up there and oh, fun and interview her. Yeah. When you were at Mary Baldwin, yes. obviously you were in Vivo, mm-hmm. but let's talk more about the academic okay. side of things. Okay. What did you study when you were there? So I initially went, again, my big my yes. big dreams. One thing about high school, me too, is I had a plan for everything. Like I had a very Same. strict plan of what I was going to do, how it was going to go. Um, very quickly learned that was not the case at all. Mm-hmm. Very disappointed by that. Um, but going, I wanted to do nursing still or something in healthcare. Mm-hmm. And I was going to major in healthcare administration. Took a class. Um, I don't remember his name, but he was like one of the longstanding healthcare administration professors. And he only had classes at 8 a.m. <laughs> and I was like, I know myself. It's not going to happen. Um, and he had told me, he was like, this is, I think this is something you really understand and you're really good at. And I was like, really appreciate that. But 8 a.m. is not is not really the time of day I'm awake. So it's not going to happen for me. Um, I mean, Mondays, you're awake. That was, yeah, <laughs> that was about it. That's, and still 8 a.m. is just not my time yeah. of day. Um, so I had signed up for second semester for a political science class just mm-hmm. for like a gen ed requirement. I ended up signing up for three. <laughs> and first day I walk in, there was a new professor teaching political science we go through the 50 minute intro with her and I walked up to her and I was like, will you be my advisor? I think I'm going to major in political science. And it was Dr. Kara Jones, the queen. Um, And she was like, I don't like, I don't even know if I can have advisees. And I was like, well, we'll find out. I'll see you this afternoon in my next class with you. Mm -hmm. Um, And so I had a class with her every day, majored in political science with an emphasis in like international politics with her. She was, She's worked in Africa, all across the continent, with the UN, all with free and fair elections. And I was like, okay, maybe I could just be her when I graduate. Like, 
she's the coolest person I know. I worked with rebel groups in Africa, had so many cool stories. That's cool. Um, Man, why didn't they hire her sooner? Right? She uh, was. She's probably the person who replaced Dr. Bowen. I think so. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And she actually left when I graduated. She works for the government again. Um, she probably. Yeah. There, yeah. Uh, she sounds. <laughs> I was like, she did sound too cool to yeah. continue working at Mary Baldwin. She was very cool, and she would um, Skype my class when I taught high school. She mm-hmm. and I would teach about like international politics. Talked about the Rwandan genocide. She worked in Rwanda mm-hmm. um, in grad school. Worked with some of the like perpetuators of the genocide. Some of the government people to try to do like reconciliation type things. Mm-hmm. Um, and so she would Skype my class and talk to them about it. And it was it was always my favorite day. I was That's like, you guys, cool. this <laughs> this is the greatest lady. Like, she's fantastic. So, so, yeah. So majored in political science, minored in education. I was like, maybe I'll be a teacher. I'd always wanted to be a teacher. Yeah. And then I took a healthcare administration class again senior year that, like, fulfilled a, like, politics or another political mm-hmm. science class um with dr branch who was new that year and it was like intro to healthcare policy so it was everything that i loved and she told me like by the end of the semester she's like why isn't this your major and i was like ma'am don't do that to me like <laughs> i have a semester left please don't yeah don't do that so that kind of stuck in my head and mm-hmm. then when I wanted to go to grad school, I was like, well, maybe I should just do healthcare administration. And that's what I ended up doing. Okay. So it kind of came full circle. Yeah. That's cool. When yeah. did you finish your master's? Uh, May of 2022. Okay. Yeah. Very cool. So this kind of brings me, since you didn't commission, mm-hmm. this kind of circles to my other question. Me mm-hmm. and Tesla kind of chatted about this a little bit. And mm-hmm. then me and Jenna also, um, I and when I just chatted with her a few days ago, mm-hmm. talked about like <clears throat> I know Tesla didn't feel like she had a lot of support yeah from Mary Baldwin or resources mm-hmm. to kind of you know figure out like her career yeah um <clears throat> goals mm-hmm. and objectives and like things like that for post undergrad mm-hmm. yeah is that like a trend that you yeah. saw as well I would agree with that okay. um and I don't know if part of it was I just, I don't know if the resources were there and I just mm-hmm. didn't use them. Um, and I feel like in VWIL, kind of towards the end, like General Jurek had tried to make a separate path for if you were doing like civilian leadership mm-hmm. um, to kind of help with that, to see the next steps. Uh, but I would, I would have to agree with her that I don't think it was yeah. very... Yeah like well done by the school um, did, did like did you get any like information for like internships or anything like that or did you kind of have to like search for things on your own I think search for things on my own yeah um, I did one internship the summer between freshman and sophomore year I interned on Capitol Hill um but I I knew people so yeah. it kind of that was my in it wasn't anything through the school. Yeah, through Mary Baldwin. Okay. Yeah. So I just noticed that Mary Baldwin, I think, took what used to be like the International mm-hmm. Center mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. 
like student center and it's now like a career services yeah. center, which I think that's good. Yeah. I, I mean, it's a step in the right direction Yeah, because George Mason has a careers, like a career center, mm-hmm. um, career services center mm-hmm. and they'll like help you do headshots. Yeah. They have like workshops on resumes, resume building, um, like just career fairs. Mm-hmm. But yeah, like not when I think back, I'm like, I don't remember yeah like no a bunch of information about career fairs there might have been like some stuff about resume writing Mm -hmm. but maybe that's in like like, an english class that's really (laughs) the only thing i can think of that was no i don't think that was something that they excelled at but yeah but i think uh hopefully they're trying to get better at it yeah but maybe hopefully yeah well there's a um I am ma- getting my master's in higher education. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So one thing I've learned is that in 2025, there's this enrollment cliff coming, which um, pretty much college-age students um, in 2025 who were born in 2008. So right in 2008, when the economy oh, went to... <laughs> Yeah. Wow. 2008. Yeah. To, ooh, okay. Yeah. That's fun. When, yeah, when the economy, you know, when we started the recession, mm-hmm. that led to a trend of like lower birth rates mm-hmm. because obviously people are broke. Right. And right. not a great time to have kids. Yeah. No, they're expensive. So starting in 2025, because of that decline, uh, there's going to be like a anywhere between like a five to 10% drop. Of like college, great age eligible, yeah, um, students. So yeah, a lot of schools are gonna be like really having to compete mm-hmm. um, and fight like tooth and nail to yeah. keep their enrollment up. So yeah, that makes I, it makes me nervous for mm-hmm. some colleges. So yeah. but I I feel like I've seen Mary Baldwin stepping up for certain things just their social media presence Mm -hmm. and stuff so hopefully they're doing that i feel like it changed a little bit when they went co-ed like it yeah which some maybe some extra funding yeah funneled in there or yeah or trying to make it more yeah sound better for the boys i don't know i don't know yeah i don't know i do know that they have better fitness facilities yes i saw that the other like a few months ago and i was like what yeah, everything's been like repainted. Yeah. Um, Tullage is now, I think, a co-ed dorm. Mm-hmm. I don't approve of that, but <laughs> I think that's where Beagle should be. But yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Did they Interesting. kick Beagle mm-hmm. out of there? Mm-hmm. I think so. Mm-hmm. But yeah, it's weird. It's weird to see boys sitting like on the stoop yeah. there. It's like, that's, first of all, that's the sophomore stoop. Um, That's yeah. the null stoop. And you guys yeah, don't belong. Change Kidding. is not always. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's just like, yeah, our all of our V-Will memories yeah. are dissolving. Right? Yeah. Kind of yeah. sad, but. Yeah. Dang. <laughs> no. <laughs> no, I'm sad. So you mentioned teaching mm-hmm. for a little bit. Yes. I, I guess what how did you get to where your career is today so like what are this like it's a very windy road yeah i guess just like take us from like post 
mm-hmm. college mm-hmm. till now to the road yeah to your career it's now. a very um I had to explain it actually the other day to one of my coworkers, and she was like I see how it kind of fits together but okay um so I wasn't completely sure what I wanted to do mm-hmm. the end of college really wanted to work in DC mm-hmm. um but I knew I would make <laughs> no <Sorry>. money um <laughs> Like I wanted to work on Capitol Hill, be one of those. But again, I knew I'd make no money yeah. and have like 17 roommates. Yeah. Um, and so one of my old teachers was like, are you still interested in teaching? I was like, yeah, sure. So I interviewed. I got a job as a 10th grade social studies teacher. <laughs> um, and I taught. By the time I finished after three years, I had taught ninth through 12th grade social uh-huh. studies um, geography classes, film classes, like a historical film class. It was kind oh. of interesting. Psychology, sociology. Oh I did student government. Um, I was on the scholarship committee. I was like the unofficial therapist of many of my students who I still yeah. talk to today. Love them. They're great. Um, they're all my age that I was when I was teaching them, which is very strange to me. Um, it was kind of weird teaching high schoolers at 22. Yeah. It's kind of a close, close thing. Um, but I left there after three years thinking that if I don't leave at mm-hmm. some point, I'm either going to get like stuck in teaching. Yeah. And there were some of my coworkers who were like, if you want to do something else, do it before this is what you've been doing for 20 years. And yeah. it's kind of hard um, to get out of also teaching at the same school you went to your whole life. <laughs> Uh, they'd be like, oh, I saw your yearbook picture. Did you know you had oh, braces man. in middle school? And I was like, yeah, I was I was there for that, actually. Yeah, I was very aware I had braces in middle school. Thank you. Or like, hey, we knew who you went to prom with. And I was like, oh. <laughs> okay. Um, so I kind of just wanted to leave and like yeah. start fresh. Um, wasn't really sure what I wanted to mm-hmm. do. So I ended up working as like an admin assistant at a investment firm invested in like pharmaceuticals and the life sciences. Wildly interesting, had no idea what any of it meant when I started. Um, But it was really cool to see like the progression of a new drug from Uh like research and development and the funding of it to then being acquired by like a big pharmaceutical company. Um, So that was really cool. I worked there for three years. It was during COVID. That's when I went to grad school. It's like kind of have the time. I work from home. Mm-hmm. So works. I'll do healthcare administration. Um, and then right before I graduated, I got a job. It was uh, like a year long job. It was a grant um, through the state of North Carolina. So I worked mm-hmm. at a federally qualified health center in Raleigh and was the community health engagement person. So we had a grant through the state that was fighting food insecurity. So we implemented like food insecurity screenings with the patients at their appointments. Um, I did some very basic like nutritional education. Um, And then we also had a program that was about making like the community more walkable because of where it was. There was... (laughs) I'm pro walkable. Yes, yes. Um, Where it was the only bus stop, you had to cross like a four lane, very busy road. And a lot of the patients use the bus routes Mm -hmm. um or would have to like be in their wheelchair trying to cross the road which is a challenge um so that was really interesting Mm -hmm. it was it was a long commute which Mm -hmm. was kind of a downside to it but it was really 
interesting kind of to see the impact and to see where people actually needed help mm -hmm. um, and how we could try to fix that. But I left there in November of last year. So I've been at my current job a year. Um, and now I work for an association. It's called the Association of Community Cancer Centers. And we do, it's like an education and advocacy organization. And so we get funding and we do projects for provider education about different drug types, um, cancer types. Uh, we have like a whole financial navigation pro program that we do. So I'm a project manager for that. So I work with a whole team of program managers to do provider education. Cool. Yeah, it's very cool. Yeah, that's very cool. And you were in town for work. Yes, right? yes, for our Christmas party. So this nice. worked out perfectly. Yeah, um, awesome. But it's really cool, I think, to see, like we don't work directly with the patient, of course, mm -hmm. but to see the actual, like the things that we create are used by doctors or nurses or social workers or whoever, and we actually... They actually impact how the patients are cared for mm -hmm. in their cancer journey. So it's really interesting and kind of fulfilling to see that. So that's very cool. Yeah. That yeah, it's cool to see like the the path that mm -hmm. ultimately mm -hmm. led you there. Yeah. And you going back and doing like healthcare administration mm -hmm. for your masters. Mm -hmm. That's very cool. Yeah. Yeah. And like, I, I guess a sad note, but my dad had cancer. And so I went through the whole mm -hmm. like treatment journey with him. So seeing it from how we see it now, but also having the knowledge of like from the patient perspective, mm -hmm. um, I feel like cancer is kind of the area I want to stay in. To, yeah. I don't know exactly in what capacity, but it feels like it's just like a meant to be there kind of thing. Yeah. So, yeah. Yeah. Very interesting. Well, I'm it's glad cool. you yeah, I'm yeah. glad you found like something that you enjoy. Yeah. Sound yeah, you said y'all had a Christmas party. Mm -hmm. There were bridal showers. Yeah, we had so. two bridal showers for two of our coworkers. We yeah. had a Christmas party. My team went out to dinner last night. Yeah. It's a really fun group of Yeah. It's mostly women. So it's kind of like being back at Mary Baldwin, like yeah. really enjoy it. Um, no, but they're all great. That's awesome. Yeah. Uh having a like good work culture mm -hmm. I think is important mm -hmm. and actually like enjoying what yeah. you do oh, yeah. is is super important and hard to find so yeah yeah I'm glad I'm glad that you found such yeah. a great opportunity it worked well worked yeah. out well I do have some fun questions okay. for, for us it. so like transitioning <laughs> a little bit okay Fun question number one. Okay. I saw that you went to a Shania Twain concert. I did. Yes. Uh, I mean, how was it? I'm a little, I, she's still, even, I don't know if you listen to the podcast. It's okay if you don't. I have listened to all of them. Oh, Thank you. Thank you. Then <laughs> I don't know if you remember McFarlane's episode. Um, she <laughs> is a Faith Hill fan. Oh, okay. Um, and, not a not of, a Shania fan. Not a fan of Shania, but I grew up a fan of Shania. Same. So I shared the story of like how big of a Shania fan I was when I was <laughs> little. Like Shania Twain was I was like obsessed when I was younger. <laughs> and my aunt uh recorded like the come on over CD mm -hmm, mm -hmm. onto a tape for me. Ooh. But um, during a road trip, like, so obviously there's two sides to mm -hmm, tape. Mm -hmm. 
the other side had the now the chicks on it and it was so i was missing like three songs from come on over because come on over was a big album yeah. like, it was a long album yeah and it was missing three songs and yeah i got upset ended up getting <laughs> yeah getting spanked on the side of the road because i threw like a temper tantrum understandably so, yeah, so i yeah i have always been a big shania fan so yeah i'm a little jealous how how was the concert um so it was really fun my one of my best friends texted me like a year ago mm-hmm. was like Shania's coming do you want to go and I was like sure when is it like I'm always down for a good concert yeah. love a concert um we bought tickets kind of forgot about it and then suddenly it was here um and I had heard some things read some things saw some things on TikTok mm-hmm. that people were like disappointed they didn't think she was that great anymore she's had like vocal yeah. issues um I've watched the doc yeah <laughs> but you have I know. um and they were like oh it's not that good and i thought she was great mm-hmm. she her outfits were impeccable yeah she's like she rode in on a motorcycle for one song um it just it was really fun it was really fun to sing the songs with my best friend and yeah. then it just felt very nostalgic like i yeah. could remember getting ready school and like her video mm-hmm. would come on cmt and then i'm standing here like singing it at yeah almost 30 like i was like oh it's like full circle it's yeah it's fun so yeah the fact that she can still wear like cropped like her crop top right with, like the leopard print outfit like at her age I'm yeah just, like dang and one of her songs she came out and she was like this is the exact outfit i wore in the video in like 1998 Oh and I was like, I hope that I can wear clothes like what, yeah. 25 years later and she's still rocking yeah. it. And she's like, it fits better now. I was like, okay, girl. Good for her. Right. But yeah, if you can go, I would definitely. Yeah. I'd see it. Uh, I think I think seeing her in Vegas makes the most sense because yeah. she's doing like a specific to commemorate like the anniversary mm-hmm. of Come On Over. Mm-hmm. Like her like upcoming residency mm-hmm. is specifically focused yeah. on come on over. So I mean, I think you have to, I go. Need to go. Then you won't miss those three songs. <laughs> <laughs> well, if they're all, hopefully if, if they're, they're on, the, on set the set list. She does have some new songs. She does. She does have some new songs. But the come on over, like I listened to it so much <laughs> to where like every song and Every song on there was good. Yeah. It wasn't, there like wasn't a bad song. And most of the songs on there she released as like singles Mm -hmm. and had videos for, which I think at that time was kind of like unprecedented. And her videos were always pretty intense. Like they were, they were good. And her outfits and like her full. She was a trendsetter. She she was. She was great. Let's switch to another topic. Okay. I know I sent these to you ahead mm-hmm. of time. So, mm-hmm. all right. Before I get into this question, listeners, I like to watch women's professional sports. Mm-hmm. Um, big supporter of women's professional sports, specifically like the U.S. women's national team for soccer. And then also there is a women's professional league for soccer called the NWSL. Mm-hmm. Um, I haven't been to a WNBA game yet, but... That's on my list for this upcoming summer to do. Um, and actually, like, a professional women's hockey league um, is starting up, I think. I actually saw some things about yeah. that the other day. I think that would be really yeah. cool. I actually went to a U.S. 
women's hockey game mm-hmm. in South Korea. It was like the semifinals. I think, yeah, it was like the game. They won that game and ended up going to the championship mm-hmm. after that. Mm-hmm. And yeah, it was a lot of fun. I enjoyed it. So yeah, I very much like anytime I can support like uh, professional women's sports, yeah. I'll do it. Absolutely. So, this segue is uh, <laughs> this segues to the topic. Um, if you're not familiar with women's soccer, then get familiar. <laughs> um, and we'll bring up two people who um, actually one of them. Uh, so <laughs> I'm doing a bad job. So. Uh, Ashlyn Harris and Allie Krieger um, both played for the U.S. Women's National Team and they're both queer and kind of like hid their relationship for a little bit but then like the past like five years five years yeah yeah, like they became like they publicly kind of came out as dating and then had this beautiful wedding um but they have a kid yeah they adopted they they adopted two kids yeah that's yeah yeah. adopted two kids yeah and so when we get to this controversy they so they just it was just like leaked or to the press or whatever maybe october yeah it was like the fall yeah yeah october that they were getting a divorce but that's like not the the controversial part the controversial part is that now supposedly Ashlyn Harris is dating Sophia Bush. And there's rumors that that started before the the divorce divorce and ultimately led to the divorce between Ashlyn Harris and Allie Krieger and that Allie Krieger was kind of blindsided. Allie threw some (laughs) flames into the fire by... uh, Making a post on her Instagram before. Oh, also Gotham FC. That's who Allie Krieger. Um, she this was her last year. She retired and they won the NWSL championship. But anyway, she made a post earlier, like in their postseason, about her being in her <laughs> Beyonce lemonade <laughs> uh, era. Era, yeah. Um, which. You know, makes so, references to revenge. Yeah, like the revenge and like album. Yeah, being cheated. Yeah, on. yeah. cheated yeah. on. Yeah. So, have you heard about this controversy prior um, to now? And what are your thoughts? So, I heard about it. I've always been an Ashlyn Harris uh, girly, big fan of her. Um, like wanted an Orlando Pride jersey. Just she was their goalie. Mm-hmm. Loved her all through college. Followed her. Like maybe a little obsessive of like, I was like, I just want to meet her. Um, and so it's kind of been sad. Yeah. Obviously. Hate to see. Hate to yeah, see that. Don't meet your hair. Right. <laughs> um, and obviously, like, sad for them, sad mm-hmm. for the fam. I mean, she and Sophia Bush are kind of cute together. I can't, I can't lie. Yeah. Um, I mean, everyone I think wanted <laughs> any queer person. Want, wanted Sophia Bush to be queer. Absolutely. So I think that's a win for <laughs> the LGBTQ plus community. Um, but yeah, sad that it had to be at yeah. the expense uh, of absolutely. Allie. And I, I know Ashlyn had posted on Instagram one day 
like on her story a whole thing of like yeah i think it was before the sophia bush came out of like what's happening between us like mm-hmm. they were getting like threats and like being bullied which i think mm-hmm. is just absurd when people like stoop to that level yeah um because like you you don't know them you don't yeah like you can like them and support them but you don't know exactly yeah. what happened um but yeah no i've seen a lot of pictures of them ashlyn and sophia together now and i'm like yeah. bold man bold yeah but i guess if it's out there like might as well run with it yeah i <laughs> mean it's it's already out there i guess yeah i i know she even said like it wasn't true which, yeah that part i'm like <laughs> looks a little suspicious yeah. that now you're suddenly hanging out with yeah and the reason i i guess i was just shocked more so um not that Sophia Bush is queer, but <laughs> mainly uh, shocked that, like, Ashlyn and Allie just, like, ended so abruptly. Yeah. Um, because, yeah, they were kind of, like, in this... They were kind of put on a pedestal. Yeah, I think so. Because they were, like, this great representation of what... Plot twist. You know, uh, happy, like queer lesbian couple could look like like their wedding was epic yes um yeah and i think the other part that made it shocking was obviously they adopted sloan Mm -hmm. their first child but then they also adopted a second baby like like, recently very recently so you know for queer people you There's a lot of planning that goes into having children. So it's just like, yeah, I mean, I feel like something had to have happened. (laughs) Right. uh, To where, like, you know, all of a sudden. It was just over. Yeah. Yeah. You're getting a divorce, even though you literally just adopted your Mm -hmm. second child, Mm -hmm. maybe a few months before that. Because I feel like, yeah, they had recently adopted the second baby the cute little baby boy they're both Um, very cute um yeah so very shocking yeah and now i don't know (laughs) i don't know if you're familiar with Kristen press or and tobin heath and their relationship not as familiar is there drama there too? no there's not drama that's why i'm like now they have to (laughs) now they have to like carry the yeah the the torches yeah yeah they're carrying it now so hopefully they don't (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, um, but yeah, and hey, I mean, you win some so with the Sylvia Bush being queer, and you lose some with uh, divorce. Yeah, divorce <laughs> and cheating. You know, potential cheating, rumored cheating, rumors. It's just uh, suspicious, but it's too perfect. Okay, let's go to something more positive, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> Depending on people's perspectives, uh, do you? So New Year's is about to happen. Mm-hmm. This will definitely air <laughs> way <Yeah>. after that. <laughs> uh, but that doesn't mean we can't talk about it. Yeah. Because um, by the time we talk about it, a lot of people will have either successfully kept them or not kept yeah. them. Either, either way. Um, but do you, are you the kind of person that makes New Year's resolutions? No. Um, okay. Just because, well... I mean, I guess I have in the past or have tried to, or at least tried to come up with not necessarily like hard and fast or written down things, but like things I want to either accomplish or just try to be better about. Yeah. Um, 
I can't say I've ever been super successful <laughs> at it, but I mean, hey, maybe I just turned 30. Maybe mm. it's like a new a new decade will like start some new habits, maybe. True. Yeah. yeah. So it is a fresh decade. It is. So you can it have is. a whole yeah. new resolution yeah. for I do have decade. some like 2024, 20, which sounds weird. Goals. Yeah. Um not goals, just things. I'm going to Rome. So like yeah. traveling to new places. Um I've been living in North Carolina again, mm-hmm. of course. Um for a variety of reasons, but I um, am hoping to move to the beach oh. um, in Surfside Beach, South Carolina, outside of Myrtle, oh. um, in the new year. So it's a goal, just kind of fresh start, fresh. With, new is decade. that like possible with your job? Your oh yeah, job? yeah. Oh. I work fully remote, so I can live. Oh. <laughs> I can live anywhere. You can live anywhere. I can. I can live anywhere. Yeah. I can work from oh. anywhere. Yeah. So I started going down there. That. like 2022 part of 2023 my aunt and uncle have a house down there so they would let me crash for like weeks at a time um nice. they wouldn't be there i would just be mm-hmm. there hanging out but i've made a lot of friends there and have like a little life down That's there cool. so yeah very cool live like a block or two from the beach i think it sounds yeah no, like the dream sounds nice yeah sounds lovely yes yeah <laughs> i for resolutions i don't think they're like a I have never been like a person that always makes resolutions, mm-hmm. but I like the idea of them. Yes. I like the thought behind them. I think it's nice to like, and maybe it just feels natural because it's the end of like a calendar mm-hmm. year mm-hmm. to look back and kind of like reflect on what went well, what mm-hmm. didn't mm-hmm. go well. Absolutely. How can you like make growth, make progress? So I like that idea of resolutions, mm-hmm. but I also feel like sometimes there's a lot of pressure yeah. put on resolutions as well. Um, and then, yeah, just like kind of the attitude of like, well, why do it? Because you won't follow through type thing. And I also feel like resolutions don't have to be like based on the new year. Mm-hmm. Like at no. any point in time. You can decide to yeah, like make a change. You, just, yeah. you yeah, don't you have to decide. be like... Let's to make a change. June, but maybe maybe in six months I'll try to yeah try to change this. Yeah, and also I think with like teaching and also going to school, my years don't necessarily fall right. You've got like your the, academic year. Yeah, yeah, the academic yeah. year, it just yeah it throws it off. But yeah, I like I like the I like the thought behind resolutions. Mm-hmm. Uh, but yeah, I don't know if I'll have any i haven't taken the time to think about any you've been busy yeah i've been traveling and i'm gonna continue to travel (laughs) i I think that's a good yeah it's a good resolution for every year go new places yep (laughs) it is uh honestly that's what i spend my money on (laughs) yeah literally what i spend my money on is travel travel (laughs) (laughs) And yeah, what else do I spend my money on? Hmm. Travel, travel. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, there is something else, <laughs> but I can't remember. Um, but yeah, mostly travel, uh, concerts. That concert, it. yeah, yeah, concerts experiences. Are mm-hmm. I was like, I blame this on the fact that I just got off. Yeah, like an eight hour. Just got back flight. from Germany yeah. today. Yeah. So, um, yeah, words just aren't coming <laughs> to my brain like they should be, but. Uh, 
Yeah. I'm excited that you get to travel soon. Yeah, That's I'm very exciting. Excited. And um, yeah, my brain. I have travel <laughs> brain right now. So we're just going to go to the next question. Keep going. I don't know what I was going to say. <laughs> All right. So oh, a couple more questions. Okay. We're okay. almost there. Okay. Um, okay. Going back to kind of Mary Baldwin mm -hmm. again or college. Mm -hmm. What is one of your favorite memories or traditions? Um, that's tough. I have a couple. Yeah, okay. Uh, I always really loved the St. Patrick's Day parades. Okay. Yeah. That was just such a cool experience that I feel like, you know, not a lot of people get to say they were mm -hmm. in like the New York City St. Patrick's Day parade, yeah. especially. Um, that was really cool. RIP to that. <laughs> <laughs> what a time for viewers <laughs> what a time to be alive yeah. um yeah and then uh my freshman year actually we had the like the board of visitors came for millball and paul galani mm -hmm. was there and he is a pow from vietnam he was in the hanoi hilton with john mccain and my calic kind of volunteered <laughs> me to general Bissell and was like i think Emily, well, Carol, uh, should should do that. <laughs> I don't know. She, she probably said it. Carol, probably, but no, yeah. Carol, probably more likely, more than likely. Um, yeah. and so I was his like kind of driver escort person for yeah. the weekend, and that was really cool just to kind of hear his stories and hear him talk mm -hmm. about you know being a POW for I think it was like four years. Gosh. Um, so I always taught about him when I was teaching just because. I feel like it was a cool kind of connection. Mm -hmm. um, junior dads, of course, always yeah. a blast. The whole week leading up to it, the sashes, the crowns, yeah. everything. Um, the sash tradition started my junior year. Really? <laughs> yeah. Did you listen to Brittany's episode? I don't. Okay, so I lied. I haven't listened to all okay. of them. But I have That's listened fine. to a lot of them. That's fine. You should go back and if you, you don't have to listen to the whole thing, but there's a part about like our junior dads, mm -hmm. um, like a whole scenario that happened. But like uh, one of the cool things that came out of it was like this unique spirit mission by the sophomore class. Mm -hmm. uh, so like um, the seniors usually make you a crown. Mm -hmm. And the sophomore, yeah. 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 And uh, that year the sophomores made us like each individualized sashes mm -hmm. to go with the crowns. And I then still have it mine. stuck. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It yeah, and it just stuck, which is really cool. It was fun to it was fun to get them. It was really fun to make them. I made Jones uh my sophomore year. I don't remember whose TR I made senior year, but I was just such a fun mm -hmm. week and like everybody was so excited and there was all the spirit missions for us. Yeah. Um it's a lot of fun uh what else apple day of course yeah well, let me let me not lie apple eve was my <laughs> yeah. favorite um yeah um and then other you know just other random things with my sister Knowles that we may or may not have gotten in trouble for uh you know it's fine good times made a hundred jello shots senior year oh for apple eve and made like a giant beer bong i lived on the third floor of cable we made it long enough to go to the balcony of cable. That was yeah. Sounds like that was a good time. <laughs> wow. I mean, no wonder the time that I visited, <laughs> I ended up 
blacking out. Yeah. Jeez Louise. I mean, cable was cable was a party. <laughs> Always. That's funny. Um, so final question. Yes. Uh if you could go back again, if you could go back mm-hmm. and chat with college Emily mm-hmm. and give college Emily some advice, what would it be? It would probably be to not uh, make a hundred jello shots and make a giant beer bong. Um, oh. I think looking back, like, honestly, I would try harder. Like, I didn't have great grades. High school was very easy for me. Mm-hmm. Um, I kind of thought I could, like, I didn't really know how to study. kind of felt yeah. like I could just sail through. Um, and I'd probably try harder and put maybe a little more effort into certain things. But then I also feel like I still have been successful. Mm-hmm. Like, I don't know if the path would have been the same if I wouldn't have. And like when I went to grad school, I was determined that I was going to do really well. Mm-hmm. Um, and I ended up graduating with a 4.0. And that was nice. like, I was like, okay, I <laughs> I could have done this in undergrad. But, but I also think yeah. grad school, it's like you're doing something you really care about. Mm-hmm. Um, so probably just to try a little harder, put a little more effort, maybe have a little less fun, but like I have good memories. So, <laughs> so, so you're like, oh, it's funny. Cause a lot of people do talk about balance and yours is like, maybe take the fun yeah, down a yeah, little bit. Definitely. And um, increase. Yeah. And it's not my, academic. looking back, it's not always my proudest, you know, but I also, I don't know if you well, you taught middle school. Yeah. But teaching high school, I kind of realized it's kind of unfair to make 18-year-olds decide what they want to do with their life. Because mm-hmm. what I want to do at 18 is vastly different yeah. in some ways than what I want to do now. And now I think I would be much more successful at undergrad or like deciding kind of what to do. Mm-hmm. Um, but I mean, everything happens for a reason. Took me my little crooked path to get there. But yeah, I... I agree. I think, well, I taught eighth graders, Mm -hmm. but because I was special education, a lot like the IEPs that I wrote, Mm -hmm. like you really had to start getting students to think about Mm -hmm. their strengths and weaknesses and like um, utilizing their strengths to think about what they, not like locking them into like what they want to do after high school, but at least get them thinking Mm -hmm. about possibilities Mm -hmm. and yeah it's like it's like one of those things yes you can get them thinking about it but it's a little crazy to expect right like someone to have that idea and like you can have an idea like I started out Mm pre-med um thinking I wanted to be a doctor and yeah I was an international relations major (laughs) so um I think it's also like important to emphasize like it's okay to have a plan Mm -hmm. but like if you stray yeah Yeah. if you stray or if you go down that road and you're like actually like this isn't what I thought it would be it's not something that I like Mm -hmm. as much but this other thing I really like right right. like and I think that's something that I'm working on too with like coming off of active duty because Mm -hmm. I think um both myself and probably a lot of people thought I would stay in longer right and do like the full 20 but yeah it's just like one of those things where it's like oh actually i don't 
I don't think this is it. Yeah, yeah. I don't think this is it. Like, I want to do something mm-hmm. different. And yeah, I'm still on that journey a yeah. little bit. So, which I think is fair. I think, and it's fun. That's kind of the good part about life. You can, yeah, change your path if you want to. Yeah, which I think needs to be emphasized a little mm-hmm. bit more. Mm-hmm. And I, I think it is starting. I think to so get, to go that route, but yeah, you know. Easier said than done. Absolutely. Yeah. I'm like looking back, you know, I'm so wise now. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Well, it's funny because when I talk to a lot of people like during the interviews or like after the interviews, mm-hmm. I like one of my favorite parts is of these interviews is just like, I think we all are coming from such a different place. Mm-hmm. Like we've all had a lot of time to like mature. Yeah, and absolutely. Grow. Absolutely. So I think. Yeah, the conversations are have just been like really deep and not just like surface level mm-hmm. type stuff. Mm-hmm. And it's been really cool to see people's like emotional growth, professional growth. Right. Like it's it's been really cool. Yeah. Yeah. It's so, a good thing. Yeah. Yeah, we're all growing here. <laughs> so um yeah, but that's that's all the questions that I have. Well, thank you. Like I said, I was honored to be picked to be on the podcast. It was great having you. And we honestly didn't go that much over time, which is a win. Yeah. Look at that. Go team. Yeah. So thanks again for being on the podcast. This was a lot of fun. Absolutely. Thank you. All right. See ya. Thanks for listening to the All Girls School podcast. But before class is over, please take a moment to subscribe or leave a review on Apple or Spotify podcasts. If you enjoy video content, head over to our YouTube channel at All Girls School Podcast, where you can watch and listen to each episode. You can also follow us on Instagram at All Girls School Podcast, and you can email us questions, stories, and more at the All Girls School Podcast at gmail.com. That's it for today. Class is dismissed.